hey, Jim, look around the room right now. Everyone is here because of you. The moment I heard those words, it changed everything for me. And yet it changed nothing because I truly am what I always felt I was. I'm the connector. That clarity is what brings me to you and what drives this show, the Remote Start Podcast. Here, I connect my lifelong passion for bringing people together with my love of business and branding in hopes that these talks might better connect your community with what your company is all about. So let's figure out your brand. Let's figure out the target audience you want to serve and how we can use these two things to create an incredibly strong community for your business. I'm your host, Jim Doyon. Let's get something started. What is up, Remote Start Nation? Let's get something started. I'm Jim Doyon, your host, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Remote Start. On today's episode, I'm bringing in Marcus, Marcus Ogden. He's the owner of Ogden Ventures, LLC. He's an international keynote speaker, business coach, consultant, brand ambassador, and he also has his own podcast, Get Authentic, which has done really well from, from the start. And I'm looking forward to continuing to follow it and see all the good things that Marcus puts out through that. So without further ado, I'm really excited to have this conversation with Marcus today on getting authentic and what that means. So Remote Start Nation, let's welcome Marcus. Marcus, how are you, man? I'm doing well, Jim. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to meet with us. And I cannot wait to hear all the value you're going to share with the Remote Start Nation today. Look forward to it, Matt. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to get things rolling. Sounds good. So. Let's get started. Tell me a, a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got started on your journey and, and what you're up to. So my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, D.C. I live now in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I'm a former NFL athlete. And I, after I got out of the NFL, I got into construction and I built this massive business that unfortunately, Jim, I lost everything because of my ego, my bravado, moved to Raleigh, North Carolina with $400 left in my name after I paid movers and my rent and deposit, all the things you need to do to move. And I ended up working for Merrill Lynch for a short time. I got fired from that job, all my fault. Went to a construction company the next day, fired from that job five days later. The only job I could get was a custodian working in downtown Raleigh for $8.25 an hour, which is hence why one of our keynotes is titled The Ego Mistake from Eight Figures to $8.25 per hour. I had an eight-figure construction company that I lost everything. And I had a rock-bottom, spoiled milk moment where someone's trash and rotten meat and nasty protruding garbage got over my clothes, my skin, my body. And that was my wake-up call. And looking back at that, one of my favorite quotes of all time is by J.K. Rowling. Uh, you know, you know J.K. Rowling, she's just amazing. Uh, you know, she wrote Harry Potter, the whole pro whole yeah. Harry Potter you know, process in your know, book. And she says, rock bottom is the moment that I started to rebuild my life. And she wrote Harry Potter in her car. And what is absolutely insane is that thinking about my rock bottom moment, I was on the curb crying my eyes out and I lost everything, everything. And I had completely no money. I had nowhere to go. I had nothing to lean on. It was just me, my fiance, uh, and my stepdaughter. And I had to get up off that curb and realize I'm going to get my life back. It starts with me, which is accountability. 
So I started the, the train of speaking after going home and figuring out what three things I do best. And I try to create opportunity for myself, started speaking in 2013, September, didn't get a paid job until April of 2016. So September 2013, started speaking, didn't get a paid job until April 2016, two and a half years. Got my first paid job, learned the business, learned how to become better at value. So the last six and a half you know, years, uh, now almost going on seven years since I got my first paid job, it is really, really interesting that in this regard, we have now worked for 48 Fortune 500 brands as a speaker. We are a coach, a consultant. We have a business. We own parts of different businesses that align with our brand. And we've worked really, really hard to get to this point. And now we have a podcast, which is globally ranked, right, Jim, in the top one and a half percent worldwide most popular. And we've been only out for six months total with our podcast. We got that achievement in the first two and a half months of our, of our show being launched. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, to go from nothing to where you're at now is incredible. Something that you said really stood out to me. You said that you sat there on the curb, you thought of the three things that you were best at, and you, you started to really, you know, it, it sounds to me like you sat there and it allowed you that time to focus on you and, and your best strengths before you could move forward. Can you hit on that a little bit more? Yeah. So what I did was I ended up going home and I sat down at my Walmart broken flimsy table that was just run down and was just like on its last leg. And I said, okay, what can I do to get myself out of this position? I'm a good communicator. I'm a good storyteller. And I want to help people. That's what launched the speaking business. A good friend of mine named Gary Laney wrote a book and it's called, let's make sure it's tie right, The Power of Strategic Influence. It's called The Power of Strategic Influence. And he talks about in the book, opportunity. And he says that in order to really maximize opportunity, figure out what you do well and leverage that. And that's what I did. Now, looking back on it, I would have totally approached it differently, uh, you know, or how I do that. I wouldn't change anything of the trajectory. I would approach things differently if like not trying to always ask for $10,000 or $20,000. I mean, oh, and I had never done a job paid up in my life. I would have been a lot more humble, a lot more starting at the bottom mentality, but I overpriced and overvalued myself. Like, well, I'm a former NFL athlete. I lost everything. They're going to want to hear it from me. And Realizing today that where our value is, is we were top in the NFL, came down, lost everything, and then trying to go back up, hit a snag. Problem is, I was trying to do speaking as I was going back up, but I wasn't up yet. So trying to charge like you're at the top, but you're really like more like a level two or three, you're not at 10 or 11 or 12, you're not going to get the value that you think you're going to get. So I ended up having to really realign myself. Now today, I'll get the 10, 20, $30,000 speaking jobs. But again, it's really huge uh, in, uh, in, in that regard. So that's kind of where you know, it is, it's gonna be and all that kind of stuff. So yes, letting people know that you have to figure out your strengths, 
leverage them and build from there. That's excellent. I appreciate that. There's a lot of, you know, layoffs right now in the economy. There's a lot of, you talk of recession. There's a lot of things that, you know, I think a lot of people are scared right now. A lot of people might've just lost their job and they're looking at starting their own business or, you know, their business isn't where they think it, it, it should be at this point. To your point that you just made about, you know, being humble and maybe taking jobs for not at the top of the price range, but just getting your foot in the door. What, what advice can you give the remote start nation in regards to, you know, understanding your strengths and then utilizing that and, and really keeping that ego in check? First things first, check your ego at the door. Number one. Number two, figure out what your customers or potential customers problems, struggles, issues are. Third, come up with a solution to those problems. A lot of times what happens is people do not check their ego at the door. Then instead of trying to figure out what their potential client or their clients need, they give all these solutions, all these things that I can tell you that I can do. I can do this. I can do that. That's great. I don't need that. I don't need you to help me with this or this. Since you can't help me with what I need, it's not going to work out. So I'm mm. going to give your audience some really great advice. Figure out what the potential client needs first. Yeah. What they want and what they need. Figure that out. Then come up with ways that you can create solutions. And if necessary, you cash in favors and then do what? Charge for your services. But again, trust me, I know it's scary out there. I get it. Economy, recession, hard times. And what we're trying to do with our brand is create multiple streams of income. Speaking, coaching, consulting, books, brand ambassador, podcast sponsorships. We're always pivoting, creating ways of value. But what I tell people is, the brand's foundation is built on serving our clients' needs, their wants, and giving them solutions so what? That they can expeditedly create revenue for themselves, profit for themselves, and achieve their targets. So I hope your audience gets is that they need to be sure before they're going out telling everybody what their services are that they understand what the client or potential client's needs are first. That's, I like to put it as figuring out your perfect customer. Who do you want to serve and really, really, really understanding them? You know, and then, and, and that you just hit that on the head. I mean, that's, that's absolutely great advice. And I appreciate that. Let's talk about being authentic. What does being authentic mean to you? Being authentic means to me being unapologetic and being okay with who you are and internally looking inside of you first. Go internal. Then if you can't solve a problem, create a solution, then go external. So many people are looking for external validation. You look great. You have this. You have the nicest car. You have the nicest house. Great. It's awesome. But what do you think? So like, for example, I'm in the process now of starting to buy the dream home that I want. Is it going to be a little bit big for me? Yeah, probably. But you know what? That's okay. That's what I want. 
I'm not buying a home to show off for other people. I've always wanted a home that was big. So I have, you know, my daughters and I want now that, and here's the I work from home. So I like to have my own office. I love to have a, a podcast room in my home, right? You know, I'm going to use the space in my home because I work from home. Right. And then I have yeah. two, I have a daughter and a stepdaughter and they're always, you know, always you know, with me or then I have friends over. So I've always wanted space and I wanted to have a nice time with that. I've always wanted since I've grown up. I don't talk about it a whole lot, but that was one of my dreams growing up. Well, now I have the opportunity to achieve that. So I work really hard. I don't spend money on a lot of things. I'm not, a, I mean, I, I, I am buying some nice things for myself now, clothes, but I'm very modest. I mean, I'll, I'll go to an outlet. I went to an outlet yesterday, Jim, or two days ago. I spent like 250 bucks. I bought two pair Air Jordans. I bought six uh, shirts from Brooks Brothers and a couple of shirts from Banana Republic for 250. I mean, I'm never going to get that anywhere else, right? right? So, but I shop really smart. Because the one thing I've always wanted authentically was the home of my dream. I don't have to have flashy cars anymore. I mean, I, that don't matter, right? So authenticity right. is knowing who you are, what you want, and being okay, and not worrying about what others think. They might judge you, how they look at you, and don't seek validation from external people because you're always going to come up short. I love that. And for, for people starting a business, something, and even CEOs that have a business and maybe they need to take a step back, something that I always, you know, try to help un to understand is that a lot of times you have to, you have to understand yourself and what you want before you even get to that customer point or understanding your customer and their needs. Because it, a lot of times I feel, and tell me if you agree with this or not, but if you can be happy and authentic with yourself and you're not seeking that validation, then you can truly find the customer that's the right fit for you because you're confident in what you want and what you're looking for. Do you agree with that? I agree with that, but also add, be confident in what you can perform and don't try to conform to something that you're not capable of doing. Now, great quote by Steve Jobs, someone asks you to do something, say yes, figure it out later. Now, to a degree, I agree with that. Now, somebody asked me, hey, Marcus, can you put together a coaching program for our, for our institution? Yep, I sure can. Do I have it now? Nope. Can I create it? Hell yes. Marcus, yeah. can you help us, you know, uh, you know uh, create uh, an engine for the NASA spaceship? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I cannot. And I'm not even going to try. So what I mean is, Jim, is that if it's in your stratosphere, but you don't have it like done today, do like Steve Jobs said, say yes, figure out how to get it done later. But if you really don't know how to do something and you really have no expertise at something and you know no matter how long it takes, you won't figure it out, let it go. Move yeah. on. And I feel that when you're being authentic and know who you are, what you want and what you can perform, that's when things get great, right? I know I have a lot of different things under the umbrella of our brand. They all relate. Speaking relates to coaching, relates to consulting, it relates to our books, relates to only parts of businesses, it relates to a podcast. Now, I'm not out here doing, you know, speaking and then running a restaurant or right. speaking and then like, you know, trying to run a movie theater. 
or speaking and then trying to like be a lawyer. I mean, or an account. I'm not going to do all that because that makes no sense. So right. what I'm getting at is people need to just understand who they are, what they're capable of, and what they want. And when you have those three things, right, Jim, that's when everything will start to run, run smooth and work itself out. Absolutely. You, you have a keynote speech on that you call Drop the Poker Face, Selling Requires Authenticity. And it reminds me a lot of what you just discussed. Can you go deeper into that? Yeah, this talk is teaching people how to market and be unique. It's all about branding. So branding is who you are and what your brand is all about. It's the essence of who you are as a business, as a business owner. And that's what people recognize you as. Like the Golden Arches is the brand for McDonald's. The swoosh is the, is the brand for Nike. And that's what it's all about. So again, what we really are trying to do is teach people how to authentically be themselves. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to compare yourself to the competition. Don't worry about competitive market analysis, right? Don't focus on what everybody else around you is doing. Know what you can do. And then authentically create your messaging, create your content around who you are. And be real and be vulnerable. People can tell if you're full of it. I tell people all the time, I have failed many times. I failed in my construction business. I failed trying to start a clothing line. I failed trying to start a consulting company. And now here we are. But Warren Buffett says it best. If a person hasn't failed three times, in his eyes, he won't invest in them. He said, because if you haven't mm. failed three times, you haven't figured out how to be successful truly because you really learn from failure, right? So again, I'm very honest with that. I mean, I hit rock bottom, had four dollars to my name. I had a zero, zero, zero credit score, having to start completely over from the ground up. I had to, I mean, it was everything you can think of that I had to go, that I had to go through. So that's where the authenticity and the vulnerability comes through through our speaking, coaching, consulting, because a lot of coaches or speakers out here, unfortunately, it's going to tell you the good, but I'm the guy's going to tell you everything. Because again, if you haven't gone through the bad in my eyes as a coach or consultant, then honestly, I probably don't want to hire you because if, if crap hits the fan, you're not going to know how to handle it. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. And you, you travel all over to give these keynote speeches. Is there... Do you have anything coming up in the near future that, yeah. um, is it all private that through, uh, companies or. It's a little bit of everything. So I've got a private job for a big client. It's, uh, it's not a company. It's like a private dinner this weekend in San Antonio. Then I've got a couple big jobs coming up next month. Uh, actually I've got another job coming up for gray bar this month. They're a fortune 500 company. They do like uh, fiber optics. I'll be okay. heading up to, uh, Louisville, Kentucky for a, uh, a large realtor company. Uh, it's a Remax uh, Premier Properties uh, franchise owner. I'll be heading to St. Uh, uh, Augustine, Florida for a big, uh, big private group. It's called the Power Room, talking to their team. Uh, I'll be heading to uh, Washington, D.C. For, uh, for NAFA, which is the National Association of Insurance and Financial Analysts. That'll be in Washington, D.C. Uh, I've got a couple of big jobs for a company called Buckingham Strategic Partners. I have one job that's going to be in uh, Colorado, Colorado. The other job is going to be in St. Louis. 
I've got a big job for a company called, um, oh, the Carson Group, speaking for them in Nashville, uh, you know, at their big conference. So, I mean, very, very fortunate right now. I've got a big job in uh, St. Petersburg, Virginia, for a company called LX Council. Uh, and we're always just out marketing and we're always out grinding because no matter, I would say all the time, if no matter how hard you work, if you stop marketing, people will forget you. That is so true. You have to stay relevant always. Always. What's, what's one piece of advice that you can give? We're going we're gonna to go through this three ways. Like number one, for someone that's just starting out, for someone who is looking to start their business, they don't know, you know, maybe they have an idea. What's, what's the one key piece of advice that you can give to someone in that position? Figure out what you do well and then create your business off that strength. Like, like Gary says in his book, the opportunity is going to be created off the strengths you possess. Figure out those strengths and build from there. Now let's look at someone who has a business, they started, they're generating revenue. Let's just say they're doing, you know, maybe, uh, you know, six figures, high six figures, low seven figures in their business, and they're looking to take it to the next level. What advice would you give them? Make sure that you are scaling the business with these four areas strong, marketing, sales, operations, finance. If you want to scale any business, if all four of those are super, super strong, then you can scale, especially the operations side, because that is the execution of the business. So you want to make sure all four of those are tight and ready to roll. If they are, scaling is much more achievable. That's, that's great advice. What about the third case where it's an enterprise level and you've got a lot of teams and you're, you're just looking at building and, and building strength from within your organization, what kind of advice would you have for that leader? Hire the right leaders. When you're big like that, it's out of you handling everything yourself. If you don't have the right people, if you don't have the right leadership in the right positions, it will come back to bite you in the ass. So be sure that you got key players in the right positions to continue to grow and scale your enterprise to the levels that you desire. Excellent. Thank you so much, Marcus. Marcus, where, where can we have the Remote Star Nation find you if they're looking to listen to your podcast, if they want to book you for a keynote speaking engagement, where, where can they find you? And go to our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. They can also shoot me an email, marcus at marcusogden.com or check out our podcast. Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Stitcher, Pandora. We're also on YouTube. Check us out. Get in touch with us. We would love to connect with you. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. Is there anything else in closing that you'd like to say before we uh, go today? One of my favorite quotes by Aristotle, in times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. And what I believe he meant was we are the light we need to focus on what we can do to get out of darkness. Again, look internal first, then go external second. Excellent. Thank you, Marcus. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you hanging out with me today and spending time and for all the value you uh, dropped for myself and the Remote Star Nation. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Jim. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Remote Star Nation, remember, leave a comment. 
subscribe and share this episode with anyone in your community who you think can learn from what you heard today. Until next time, go start something, start today, and go build that lifestyle you desire by taking action. Well, we've come to the end of another episode. I want to thank you for allowing me to share my passion of bringing people together through business and branding in hopes to connect you with your community. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Woodward Movement, the leader in brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. Check out our remotestartpodcast.com for more episodes and our social channels to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you build a strong community for your business. I'm Jim Doyon. Thank you for connecting.